Casting Power of Attorney is a legal tool that allows you to appoint someone to make decisions about your finances and or health and welfare when you're no longer able to. Hello, I'm Hannah and in this edition of the podcast I speak to Alzheimer's Society Information Officer Sam about what Lasting Power of Attorney is and why you might consider making one. Would you mind telling me what is Lasting Power of Attorney? A lasting power of attorney, often abbreviated down to an LPA, is where somebody can decide now who they would like to make certain decisions for them in the future if they were unable to do that for themselves. Anybody can make an LPA. Nobody can force you to make one or make one on your behalf. It is something for you to make to decide about your own future. It applies in England and Wales. In Northern Ireland, there is a difference Um, bit of law that's called an enduring power of attorney. So how does appointing lasting power of attorney differ from uh, making an advanced decision or an advanced statement? It's different because an advanced decision or advanced statement is about you making decisions for the future. So it might explicitly state what treatment you do not want in the future or the sort of care options that you'd like, such as having a bath over a shower. Lasting power of attorney, it actually gives somebody the power to do things for you. So it might be, for example, managing your finances, or it might be making decisions about where you're going to live, or the care or treatment that you're going to receive. Could you mind explaining to me what Property and Affairs LPA is? Property and Affairs LPA is where you decide who you would like in the future to manage your your property, your money, your finances, from being able to sell your house or any other property or assets that you own, all the way through to being able to access your bank accounts and being able to pay bills. And um, what about health and welfare LPA? A health and welfare LPA is again about appointing somebody to make decisions for you, but this time it's about your care and your treatment. So it could be to do with where you will live and to receive care, it could be about care plans and care packages, or it could even be about certain treatment that you receive. So why should you appoint an attorney? It's a good idea to appoint an attorney because it means that if in the future you aren't able to make these decisions, somebody can do this on your behalf. It can mean as well that if you want your family to do this, you're giving them the power to do that and they can very easily start to do this for you um, without having to go through a lot of other legal sort of hoops and hurdles to be able to get this power. Are there any sort of limitations on to who you can appoint to be your attorney? You can appoint anybody you wish as long as they're over the age of 18 and if you're appointing somebody um, to deal with your property and affairs, they cannot have been bankrupt. It is important to think carefully about who you want to appoint to make sure it's somebody that you trust and also that they are reliable and they do have the skills to carry out the role. Um, You can also have more than one attorney. You would choose how you'd like them to act and basically how they will make decisions for you. The first is that they act jointly and this basically means that in every decision they make, your attorneys, how many they are, have to make every decision together. Alternatively, your attorneys can act jointly and severally. Most people will choose this. And that basically means that attorneys can act together, but can also act on their own. The other option is that um, they will act jointly in respect of some decisions and separately for others. What some people might do, they will choose for certain more complex decisions, such as selling a property, that the attorneys have to act jointly. In other matters, such as maybe everyday decisions, such as paying a bill or diet or dress, that the attorneys can act separately. When would LPA take effect? 
It depends on the type and how it's been set up. With a property and affairs LPA, if you wish it to, that can take effect at any point. An LPA for health and welfare, on the other hand, and will only take effect when it has been registered and when you can no longer make those decisions for yourself. So why is appointing an attorney a good idea? It's a good idea because it means that you've got control over who will make those decisions for you if there comes a time in the future when you can't. If you don't do this, then it could be that a stranger can take control of your affairs for you. It might be that it needs to be an application through the courts to be able to access your money, you know, to pay care bills. Or it might even be that the court will appoint somebody to be able to make these decisions for you. And that will be something that the court chooses or that a person will come forward to do that for you, but it won't be somebody that you yourself has chosen. So how would you go about appointing lasting power of attorney? The Office of the Public Guardian are the body that is responsible for the registration of LPAs. Um, so they deal with any objections that might come in. They also sort of maintain the register of LPAs. They also deal with complaints. So if in the future you know, there was any worry about an, how an attorney was acting, they can look into that as well on your behalf. You will need to make an application um, through the Office of the Public Guardian um, and that application um, can be in a number of ways. There is a paper form that you can complete. You can get hold of that either through the Office of the Public Guardian website and the details are on our fact sheet or you can actually contact them through their contact centre. Again that phone number is on our fact sheet to get the paper forms. Alternatively, um, you can actually now, now go through their online application sort of portal and the online system has been set up in such a way that it, it's a little bit more simpler and sort of user friendly. It takes you through the questions at a time and then when you've finished and completed all the questions it will put them into the form which you can then print off to be signed and witnessed. As, as it needs to be. What I'd say is, is have a look at the forms or the online portal and if you, know, if you feel comfortable after looking at the guidance notes, everything that comes with it, you know, have a go, and many people do. If you do feel a little bit overwhelmed or you feel you could you do with some support, because these are very important legal documents, then you know, do feel free to contact a solicitor but be aware that they will charge. Who needs to sign a lasting power of attorney? You yourself need to sign it to say that this is something that you want um, because this is something that you make, nobody else can make this for you. It will need to be witnessed um, by a third party. It will also need to be signed by the people you want to appoint to be your attorney and it will also need to be signed by what is called a certificate provider. Um, a certificate provider is somebody that basically agrees that you made this decision for yourself. So there wasn't any influence on you to make this and also that you had what's called capacity, so you had the ability to make this for, you know, for yourself. If someone feels like they now would like to appoint a lasting power of attorney, what should their first step be? The first step would be to get the application form. That's the most important sort of part. And, and that can be through the Office of the Public Guardian on their website, by contacting them over the phone or looking at the online portal. We've recently updated and rewritten actually our fact sheet on lasting powers of attorney. This is written to provide you with support. So it talks you through what they are, who can be your attorney, how to make an application. It's also got a list of, 
of sort of frequently asked questions that were often asked. And you can get a copy of that on our website or you can contact our helpline. Our helpline might also be able to answer some very basic questions about making and appointing NLPA as well. To access the Alzheimer's Society fact sheet on lasting power attorney, please visit alzheimers.org.uk forward slash factsheets. Or for more information, contact the Alzheimer's Society National Dementia Helpline on 0300-222-1122. For further information and to apply to make lasting power of attorney, please visit the Office of the Public Guardian website at justice.gov.uk forward slash about forward slash OPG. Thank you for listening to the Alzheimer's Society podcast.